He always has been the largest you know, drug kingpin uh, out there. And I mean, he's responsible for, for hundreds of quantities of drugs moving it into the United States. What's wild? We are back, and y'all know every time we start the show a little while. So, we have some very interesting housemates this week, <laughs> guests. Um, and we're going to talk about the wildest moments that we had with them. Yeah, so one of the wildest moments that I had with them personally was the other day we took them to go get some ice cream downtown and we were just going to walk the river. Like, we was just chilling. And so it was getting ice cream. We were sitting outside because it was real nice outside. And, of course, we downtown. It's nice out. So, of course, people out. And, of course, you know, you got to have an old man walking up and down the street that's probably half drunk talking to everybody. So, of course... <laughs> I see one of them looking at him, and I'm like, stop looking at him. He's going to come over here. Next thing you know, he popped up at the table. (laughs) (laughs) I heard him. Hey, I was like, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) And so, like, then he hit us with the line, you know, look up the beautiful in the dictionary and all y'all next to it. Like, real. (laughs) Didn't know he Yes, really. Mm. So then he asked uh, everybody where 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 we from, and so I'm like, oh, I'm from here. So then he's like, where y'all from? And oh, <laughs> this fool told him, um, Chicago. <laughs> he got hyped, <laughs> right? Cause then here he go. Oh, for real, me too. <laughs> He was like, what part of Chicago you from? And lo and behold, she looking silly because she don't know. (laughs) You're not from there. You don't even know. No kind of area up and through there either. So she looking silly, um, trying to figure out what she going to do because she done got caught up. And while me and Whitney over here dying because we over here like, you finna pull your own self out of this, baby, because I'm not finna save you. So then her friend tried to come to the rescue, but then she was wrong because she didn't hear what she said before that. So he come back around and she's like, no, I'm just playing. I'm from Calabasas. (laughs) (laughs) And the friend like, no, we from the Bay. Now, wait a minute. Calabasas and the Bay are two different places, honey. So where are y'all from? Where are you from? But he Man. wasn't all the way right, so he didn't even catch it. Nah, he just thought we were hilarious. Yeah, because we was no tripping. <laughs> <laughs> so that was definitely one of the wildest moments. <laughs> the show. I feel like probably one of my wildest moments is, well, y'all know I will bake for hire. Get me up. <laughs> and I was doing one of those, finishing up. I had finished it up right when they all got back from the movies. 
and she comes in. Who are those for? You taking us to work? I'm like, no, they're for a friend. And getting told that, oh, they got to be for a boy because you made a lot of them. <laughs> and you must like him. <laughs> just, I feel like them coming for us all week. <laughs> it's probably just been Thanks my wild moment. Challenging everything we say. It's been shots. <laughs> and they have been hilarious. Yeah, I absolutely. can't even be mad. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, my wildest moment, so I took them to this wing spot that's like, you know, it's pretty, it's popular, and it's it's good, it's fire, I'm not going to lie. So, you know how you hyping something up, but they don't really know, so they kind of suspicious, like, I don't know, and it was, and it's not cheap. So, on top of that, you spend the money, and you don't even know, like, <laughs> what is, what, <laughs> what you this is going to be like. Yeah. So I take them in there, they get their food, and they look at it, they be like, oh, it look good, but they still, you know, a little suspicious. So we get in the car, they had to taste it in the car, it was like, oh, this season is mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I told you, I told you. So we get home, yeah, they smash, we smash, or whatever, and um, one of them was talking, and she said, <laughs> First of all, I thought this was ugly anyway, but she was like, I'm pregnant. And we was like, girl, shut up. Like, <laughs> I'm pregnant. It's a food bag. I'm pregnant. And she said, she said, and when it comes, it's either going to be a drum or a flat. <laughs> Dry rub, a sauce. A sauce. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I thought that was so hilarious. Like, and uh, <laughs> you know, what's that did the same thing? Because when I walked in, I was like, y'all smashing it. And she's like, I'm making love to the wing. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Oh, she said, one going to be honey gold. One going to be honey <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I said, not making love to the wing. Get yeah. out. <laughs> Crazy. Welcome back to the Red Couch Chronicles. I'm your host, Mo, and to my right is... Whitney. And to her left is... <laughs> a. Marie, but I am to her right. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> she on one of them sides. <laughs> but what's good, y'all? We here. And we doing a little something different today. Since we did have guests this week, uh, we did a little... We let them run their own little show. And we were guests on their show, so they picked a song, they picked the topics, the conversation, uh, what questions they was going to ask us. So we was just rocking with them. It was a lot of fun, and you'll hear hear that in a little bit. But first, we're going to hit you with the culture report. The culture report! Okay, so... <laughs> That's what mine was sounding like. Okay. Um, so, the culture report. So, y'all, we've talked about our sis on the culture report a few times for for other things, but now she's back again. <laughs> Can't and stay we away. gotta talk about Barty, Barty, Barty. Yes. We gotta talk about Cardi. Now, I feel like this is problematic for a lot of reasons, but I just, I just first want to say that women... Now, I've heard a lot of women caping. Now, we got to be real about this. So, I feel like here at the Culture Report, we finna get it to you like it is. Because I'm tired of y'all. 
y'all just just talking loud for the other women. Now it's enough. <laughs> now let's get into it. your reaction to um, Cardi's latest. Um, I'll just let y'all kind of speak on what, because I feel like she said all this a long time ago, and it's basically resurfaced. See, and that's my initial reaction. I hate when people try to bring up some other shit when somebody's, like, doing well and yeah. staying to themselves and not, you know, not doing no fuck shit. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you bringing up this old shit? I know, and I feel like that's probably why, that's probably making some people cake like probably oh can we just brush this under the rug and throw her some bell true true (laughs) true but But it ain't right yeah you gotta be real about it though too at the fact of the matter like we don't know what that them young men went through now now i'm not saying they wouldn't they was complicit with something now we do know that so i mean you know but at the same time trauma is involved with that to be honest the rape is what makes it problematic yes. for me. Yeah, yes. Because, to be honest, like, I feel like for them men to end up in hotel rooms with yeah. her, they had the intention to have some kind of exchange. There was already money right. on the table. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. the drug and Rob is bad. But it's like... It's not nearly as problematic as when she throw rape in there, too. Right. True. Right. And I do feel like the drugging part is it's a little scary, scary too simple yeah. because of the climate we in. And we just had a, a very famous star be Drugging and jail. raping people. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's that climate. And I feel like Although I don't want to, I don't. I'm. I wasn't the one to put Bill Cosby on the cross. I ain't been no the person to put nobody on the cross. So I'm not trying to put Cardi on the cross. Right. But what I am trying to say is, how can we not? You have to hold her accountable. You know, like how can actions. we not? How can we not? Like, I feel like all the people there was well, lock me up, lock me up. I mean, what you know? Right. I don't mean no. I wasn't saying that, but I'm saying just keep that same energy, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, because yeah. it's been a lot about women, but we don't talk about men being sexually abused. Exactly. What? To to that extent too, bro. Because I mean, I mean, let's 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 be clear about like seduction. And how mm-hmm. captivating and how like like that that's manipulation. Yeah, and you can be in a like spell that. from a woman and think that you know. I mean, <sighs> everybody ain't got the judgment to know when somebody is seducing you like that. Like mm-hmm. for sure, for sure, definitely. And also, like the way everybody was screaming when the R. Kelly vibe it, um, happened. Like, well, are we gonna have one about Harvey? Are we gonna? Like, if you're going to get one, you got to get everybody. Yeah. Like, if we set a new standard and this is what we are and are not going to tolerate, it's got to be across the board. And see, that's the problem with going ahead and putting people on the cross. Because mm-hmm. that means you, you're you setting the bar that if yeah. you do this, we're putting you on the cross. Right. Like, period. No Everybody's what getting the put on the cross. Yeah. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all are going to have to die on that hill. And, that, and I mean, that's the thing, too. Like... Cardi has been successful, and I feel like she, I don't think she'll be out here doing that, but Offset did cheat. And she did say in the other video, if your nigga cheat, I don't know how she said it, but she was like, Sam, something about if he cheat, um, 
drug him and <laughs> have a threesome with a transgender or something. That's like sexual that. assault. Period. <laughs> period. Like, you gotta chill, bruh. You <laughs> got to chill. <laughs> you're doing too much. You're saying too much. Yeah. That's what I'm you saying. Wilding. Yeah. That's you wild. That's scary. That's mm. very scary. And I think that's a product of just not being conscious of who you are. And, because I'm yeah. gonna be clear, like, I ain't never done nothing like that. But anything I have done that's illegal, you are not going to really just too much. Unless that's solved and I'm, you know, Statue whatever. Limitation. You feel me? You ain't finna hear me on no microphone talking about that. Exactly. At the end of the day, like, I don't care. Because I've always known who I am. I feel like Cardi has been lost. And she's and just still kind of. Well, I don't know. Because she's still just trying to, like, always, like. And also, it's a lot that goes on in it. the world mm-hmm. of sex work. Like, yeah, it that's true. That's too. not everyday rules. Like, that's true too, because it's strippers getting drugs, so they may think you know, you know what I'm saying, like, or have to use drugs to, you know, you may have normalized that. Night, yeah. yeah, you may have normalized it. Oh, we we get people drunk all the week. We fuck, we fuck all the time. Yeah, you know, it's like normal behavior. It sounds crazy, but yeah, drugs are normal in some places. Them kind of drugs too, like. <laughs> You can get those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just ask somebody. Yeah. And then more else. Yeah, some, yeah, it's nothing. It's people standing in the club for that. Time mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> it's people that came to the club to sell the drugs. That's all. <laughs> That's what they come for. Basically. And it's people that come to the club to buy the drugs. Right. Absolutely. And that's their pure purpose. And that's there. all they there for. So... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a lot going on, y'all. Just watch yourself, bro. Yeah, and yeah. I just feel like whatever they gonna. I mean, what do y'all feel like is the solution with Cardi? Like, what just, would y'all? Don't be so quick to judge people. Get these men okay. some help. Okay. Mm-hmm. If these victims do want to come forward, mm-hmm. we do not need to crucify these men. We need to take them seriously. Exactly. And if they need some help, we need to get them that. And we need mm-hmm. to. We, we need, need to the... not be making jokes. Well, I feel like this is what some men, when they talk about how the the rift between, especially black men and black women, when they speak about that, they say we don't go to bat like we do for other issues or other things when it comes Mm -hmm. to when they've been hurt. And I just wanted to say that me, I would like to galvanize behind situations like that and be like, hey, brother, we will. We on the Red Couch Chronicles, we like, hey, come sit on the couch, bro. What's good? Because... That's, that is some trauma, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, if you ain't got people around you that you can release that with, that's going to manifest into something else, and then you don't never know what he may become. So, you know. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's where I'm going to end that on, Cardi. Um, keep your head, Cardi. That's all I can say yeah. to you. Keep your head. Because cause she is grown to another space, too. And that's too, what so Just that's, keep growing. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that you're able to accept and acknowledge the wrong that you've done mm-hmm. and that you are trying to be in a better space. So mm-hmm. that's all you can do, sister. Absolutely. Okay. Um, now we're going to move on to our next segment. Answer for yourself <laughs> or your man. <laughs> yes. So today we are talking about dying with the lie. Mm, mm. Mm, mm. So what do you do when you with your homie and they get caught in some shit? Like they get caught and they lie. You riding with the lie? I think it depends on what the lie is mm-hmm. and what we lying about. Mm. Like if it's some life or death shit and like that we had to lie, of course. Well, I'm rolling with it to save ourselves, goddammit. 
But if you just on some fuck shit, I may just have to, I may just have to let you, let you work through that on your own. Mm-hmm. They ain't got no shit to do with me, and I'm not trying to get caught in no extra, extra foolishness. Yeah, I mean, same. I, it it just depends. Cause I just thought about a few, like the lies started. Yeah, I done died with some yeah. lies for my friends. I had died with some lies for my friends. I didn't have a choice. I feel like. Oh yeah. But I mean, honestly, okay. Of course, I, I ain't never telling the police if it comes to some shit that's nah. crazy like that. But you know, when other people involved, other people have been hurt. I have said some. I I feel like sometimes I know when I need to die and mm-hmm. when I need to say something to make mm-hmm. this shit live because yeah. you're being you, you know you're I'm gonna have to go on and tell this but I will tell them that I'm gonna tell it yeah you know I'm that I like, can't hold this no more you doing too much what you I done do. tried to stop you mm-hmm. you need to get right because mm-hmm. I'm about to tell them yeah exactly so you wanna beat you wanna beat me to it especially <laughs> especially when you get those times you get caught in the middle of stuff right like it's between two people that you cool mm-hmm. like alright now alright this right. is enough yeah. this is enough yeah. yeah cause 9 times out of 10 I'm trying to say nothing at all exactly yeah. try to mind my business absolutely so for yourself you dying with the lie <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think kinda like we said when we were talking about it earlier if I'm lying then I'm gonna have to die with the lie cause I'm not finna just be lying for no yeah, reason, like, like I don't be lying for like trivial that. stuff, I'm not yeah. gonna be lying about trivial stuff. So if I feel the need to lie, then it must be something I gotta die for. Die mm-hmm. with. Yeah, if I'm lying, I'm dying with the lie because <laughs> if I don't get to the point where I feel the need to lie, <laughs> something is silly. Something yeah. <laughs> like because I don't feel like it's a whole lot of people I gotta lie to. Honestly, like I'm yeah. at a point in my life where I ain't gotta do that. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm living in my truth at this point. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> mean, you're just gonna have to take that. I'm absolutely dying with the lie, <laughs> but I also feel like the way my subconscious and my conscious mind set up, like sometimes I can't hold lies. Mm-hmm. It like it it eats at my stomach, like it eats at my like insides. It's like oh god, I gotta tell them. Like it mm-hmm. hurts. It hurts me so bad, especially if I fuck with the person I love yeah. them. It hurts. I had to be like, look, you remember when I told you? Like, I just told my little brother something like not too long ago that, hey, you remember when that time I told you you had a dream? It was really some niggas in the house. Like, I got it. I got to tell this story for what's <laughs> wild. But I told you, you're having a dream. But anyway, like, <laughs> certain lies I just, I mean, and that was trivial. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, I was just I like, I just want, yeah, time. like, he was like, you remember that time? I was like, that's not what happened. I have to tell you the truth. I have to tell you the truth. You like, thinking you didn't had the most vivid dream you didn't ever had in your life? Man, no, that was actually real, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, but no, nah, um, I die with a lot though in a minute. Yeah, in a minute. It is what it is. I forget that it's a lie, but I just still won't say it. But I just it's gone. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and a lot of the lies that I die with, especially with my parents. Like my mom, mm-hmm. I had to come back like and come clean about a lot of them now that I've gotten older. Yeah, and I feel like you make an accept it now. Yeah, right. That's true. Me too. However, she overreacted about what them. She slipped kind of fast, and I was like, I might need to hold mm-hmm. off on coming yeah. clean. Yeah. Come with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you may not be where I thought we were. Yeah. We're still working on it. It's okay, work in progress. Love you, mom. <laughs> I thought that was gonna be a nice little funny something we could laugh about. No. No. no.
So tonight, instead of doing a topic, we decided to give them a segment, and it really became a whole, <laughs> a whole show. A whole Man. show. <laughs> I, I was actually really excited once we got into it, and mm-hmm. it got to flowing with just how the girls... Worked it well. Working with them earlier and like helping them develop their topics and get their questions together. You know, they picked the name, the God Sisters. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So loved it. It just really got to kind of show them because we let them listen to our podcast. And they mm-hmm. were like, "Oh, we could do <laughs> we this." Can do that. <laughs> of course. And I said, "Okay, so we'll let you." Let you. <laughs> definitely help y'all feel it like we did. It was a good little conversation. Definitely. And I hope it sparks some conversation with you and the younger people that you have around you. Absolutely. Have these conversations with them. Mm -hmm. It feels good to have someone that's not their parents, probably, to have these talks with. Absolutely. Definitely. Honestly. Honestly, I'm trying to stay focused. You must think I got to be joking when I say I don't think I can wait. I just need it out. Better swing my way. I just need some dick. I just need some love. Tired of fucking with these lying niggas, baby. I just need a thug. Won't you be my plug, ayy? You could be the one, ayy. Can start with a handshake. Hey, guys, sisters. Today we're going to talk about relationships as complicated as they may be. We're here with yours truly, Nika. And Janaya, and also our very special god sisters from the Red Couch Chronicles. We'll allow them to introduce themselves now. What's up? It's your girl, A. Marie. It's your girl Mo in the building. And it's Whitney, and tonight we're going to get asked some questions from our God Sisters. Okay, God Sisters, what do you think the difference between bonds and connections are? Well, connections, like, you're going to know at that moment that's a connection. A bond, you really have to take time and realize, do you really want to bond with a person? Because once you get that bond, you cannot break it. What do y'all think, God Sisters? When I think of bonds and connections, the difference, I see a connection as like a charger. Or even Wi-Fi, maybe. You turn off the Wi-Fi, boom, it's disconnected. Or you unplug your phone, boom, it's disconnected. Bonds are kind of like built from time and effort. So think of two items or maybe even a piece of paper. You glue them together. The longer they stay together, the harder they're going to be to tear apart. And that's just what that's just what I see. So what do you guys, sisters, think? I feel that for sure. Like... Uh, I definitely like that analogy because I was thinking of it flipped. I was thinking of a connection being deeper than a bond, but the way you just threw it out there, I'm like, hmm, I have to change my mind a little bit. Yeah, and I even thought about, when you think about bonds, you th- I thought about, like, chemical bond. Like, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. like, a, once you put two chemicals together, you can create a whole nother thing. So I feel like, I feel like, in a way, I feel like, connection can bring forth bond Mm -hmm. but i also feel like bond exceeds connection definitely i feel like most bonds are probably started as connections because that's probably how you link with the person right and then once you put that time in and you work towards it i guess 
the effort is what makes it a bond. Yeah. Exactly. Connection's meant to be like clicking. And because sometimes you need to disconnect. You may not need to bond with somebody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me personally, I don't connect with everybody. So when I connect with somebody, it's like, okay, that's cool. But I know it can be easily broken. But like a bond, once I connect with you and I feel like you're worthy of building a bond with, then boom. We built that time effort, you know, sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And there's that bond built, and it's going to be harder to break. Yeah, I agree. I Absolutely. agree with that. Okay, so bonds and connections start are different types of friendships. You can have a a bond connect, like a connection friendship and a bond friendship. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's three types of friends, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got your party friends, you got your colleagues, your work people, and you got your deep, deep friends. Mm -hmm. So your party friends, you may not even have a connection with them, but you can go have fun with them. Mm -hmm. Now your colleagues, you you have a connection with them, right? Because I feel like it's easier once you're around someone all the time, you can get a connection. Now, on the other hand, your bond friends, wow, oh my gosh, they're (laughs) like, for instance, me and my god sister right here, we... I don't feel like we can be broken like a connection. Our bond is built off of time, effort, and everything. So that's what your other ones would be like. And you wouldn't, I wouldn't trust like a colleague friend the same I would trust her with something. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. Well, I personally like agree because I mean, with a deep deep friend, you wouldn't tell to a party friend or a work colleague. You bond like deep deep friends you have really trust, but party friends is like. Oh, I need you whenever I'm trying to go out or something. And a work friend is, a work friend is just like you there whenever I see you like a nine to five. But after that, I don't even like see you. So, so you gotta like realize like party friends. I mean, they can turn into a deep deep friend. It depends on if you and that person is on the same level. But yeah, I was think I was about to say that like. Those those friends that aren't that you that aren't that ooh that you're not necessarily that close with, sometimes they can become that bonded friend. Cause I have people that I work with that I would almost consider a bonded friend. Cause I work with them for so long and we we've been through work shit together like. And y'all built that. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but it it is kind of different from like. The bonded relationship I have with Mo and Whitney still at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely have a lot of people that have transcended the lines because of time and things we went through created bonds for mm-hmm. us. And I really think it's experience that probably is mm-hmm. what makes you go from just a connection to a bond. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about how me and my members of the Red Couch Chronicles, like how we connected and then it transcended into this crazy bond like we've been through so much and Mm -hmm. once you go through stuff like that that builds bonds (laughs) for real (laughs) like nothing else for real and I mean I feel like honestly like I definitely feel that about different types of friends and because my life been kind of in a different way like I had that when I was younger but I ain't gonna lie once I started to get older like I started wanting all of that, like, in... About a bond friend. Yeah. I started to, like, be like, okay, 
I mean, and I feel like the the category still exists, but like the people that are all around me, I want to be able to party with them, I want work to with them, all of those. Like lines. I want to be able to do that, and exactly. I feel like now with the like village of friends I have around me, like I really have that. Plus the bond, the connection, the bond, the party. We can work together. We can like. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like transcendent. But I feel like that's gonna come for y'all too. But like. It's a dope thing when you get to that level where it's like they're all of that. Right. I definitely was gonna say that. Like as you get older, like that party friend becomes useless. Because yeah. I'm trying to do mm-hmm. too much. And mm-hmm. I really like if all I can do party. is party with yeah, you. Yeah, if all I can do is party with you. I got people I can part like you said, I got people I can, I can party, party with, with work with all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, yeah. Yeah. I feel like because I'm so younger now, I feel like it's just those but I feel like like y'all said, as I get older, mm-hmm. I'll see a change. It yep. definitely will. Absolutely. Because I, w- I would like to be around people who help me grow. Exactly. Right. And if I feel like you're not doing that, then there's mm-hmm. no reason just to party. And I don't even like parties like that anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, but that's just me. What that happened quicker for you then. Yeah. Maybe. Well, why do you expect certain things from your different groups of friends? So... Something that we we definitely talk about at the on the, on the couch is having no expectations at all. Um, but if you are gonna have expectations, you need to have those clearly set before you expect something. So you may be thinking that you and that person on the same page because y'all friends or whatever, but y'all may have had two totally different experiences and a lot of times you don't realize that until some shit happen because it's not really something that people start off their friendship talking about like oh as a friend i expect you to be dot this dot this that and the other but until some shit happens then you and it has to be addressed but like you can't expect something from nobody if you haven't made that clear if you have, like, expectations, then whenever they don't meet that, you're going to be looking, like, crazy because mm-hmm. you wanted them to do that expectation. But, I mean, you really can't have expectations with people because you never know what's going to, like, really happen or anything. So. Yeah, expectations get you hurt. Mm-hmm. They can. They can. They definitely can. And I think once you do, like, if you do decide that you want to verbalize some stuff and try to set some guidelines for your friend or your relationship or whatever it is, I think you need to really be able to put yourself in a position where y'all can talk about it. Mm -hmm. Because what happens when those expectations aren't met? Mm -hmm. If you're going to have a bond, y'all need to be able to talk about it after the fact and figure out what are we going to do to make sure that this doesn't happen again or that right. we know how to feel about it when it does happen where we're not mad at each other. Right, mm-hmm. right. And I feel like with the expectation thing too, I feel like that messed me up in a lot of friendships because I think I would, like that was powerful to me when somebody was like, you shouldn't have expectations. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I didn't understand it at first, but then after a while I had, like it had to happen to me to mm-hmm. be like, dang, like I expected this and then it's something in my head saying, like, why did you expect that anyway? Like, right. what 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 makes you think that they're going to do what you would do, too? Mm-hmm. That's why I don't even really, the golden rule I ain't really, you know what I'm saying? Like, let them expectations go. Yeah, like, <laughs> do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Like, it's like, mm. Right. What somebody else accepts might not be what right. I accept. Right, like. 
what I would have you doing to me might not be what I think, you know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, sisters, it could be like that sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Okay, so we're younger, me and Janiah. And, you know, we're going to go through this more. We probably have went through this, but we want to know what are some traits of a toxic friend? Mm. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Probably like deep secrets or something. Well, I mean, as you get out there, you should be, you should start being able to like read people's energy. So, and just pick up on commonalities and signs like, like, hey, every time you need me, I'm always there. But when I need you, it's always some shit. Like, because sometimes you can kind of let that slide because you like the person and you just like, oh, well. And then they make it finesse you like, well, I don't want to say finesse you, but it's just like when you, when they maybe come back and explain why they went there, it may be a viable cause. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, that is a viable reason because you was going through some shit too. But, like, I know for me, whether I'm going through something or not, if my if somebody need me, I'm going to be there for them. But, see, everybody might not think like that. That also goes back to, like, expectations and stuff. It's really your vibe, too. Like, the vibe you give off, like, most definitely, yes. Because I can really, like, censor people's vibe. Censor people's vibe, like, really quick and stuff. So, I think it's vibes for me and how you do other people. Me looking back at you when you're not around. So, I think it's mostly that. It's most definitely vibes and energy. Also, like she said, how you treat other people. Because I feel like I'm a certain type of person that I'm just not going to treat people bad. Mm -hmm. So, if I see you treating people bad or talking about people behind their back, what makes makes me think you're not going to do that to me? Exactly. So, like, you can't be around me doing that. I don't, I just, I don't put myself around that. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it really boils down to just, like, you have to decide what you're going to be willing to tolerate, like, and what you want around you, because it's going to affect you in some form. Like, if you have a lot of people around you with a lot of bad habits, that might rub off on you if you let them be around you enough. Mm -hmm. If the people around you are always downing other people, that might rub off on you. Mm -hmm. Like, so you have to decide what are your lines, like, what do I think is toxic and I'm not going to have around me. Yeah. And letting near my energy. When I was younger, uh, in my church I was going to, one of the guy, older men, they used to tell me and my the two other girls that I was with all the time, like birds of a feather flock together. And I used to get, I used to hate him saying that because, <laughs> like at that time I feel like oh they can like just because they doing some things that I may not do mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about them in particular I'm just saying in general like just because they do some things that I may do that ain't got nothing to do with me but just like she said eventually like that will start to rub off on you like that energy will start to, start to transfer to you y'all start acting alike like it's just also a natural I think that there are toxic things in all people mm-hmm. I just want to point that out like I think there are toxic things in all people like but I think that, um, like, I think that it's a problem to me when the toxicity that the other person can't acknowledge it or don't see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if That's I bring this toxic. to you 
and you still don't ain't trying to acknowledge that that's what you are. That's what you cause see if you'll acknowledge it because see. I don't know. That makes that humbles me when somebody mm-hmm. is real enough to be like, "Hey, I just said that to to July today. Look, I'm fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean no harm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't trying to. You know, I'm just saying. I'm if I'm gonna call something out on you, I'm gonna tell you about me too. Right. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. sit up here and not bring mine in. So to me, when somebody else can't, that's toxic to me. Like mm-hmm. you can't acknowledge your shit. Like, mm-hmm. and honestly. I'm not saying that I'm not still going to be friends with you if, you know, that that's why I'm not your friend because you won't do nothing about it. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I can't, you know. Yeah. I, I got like, to thinking about some real I, shit. I got passionate. My bad. I feel like if you can't just, you know, accept that you are, because we're all messed up. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're willing to say it and work on it, and like, if you're not, if you're going to not, no, ain't nothing wrong with me. No, I'm straight. Y'all tripping. I'm just, or... I'm just like that. Mm-hmm. You're not willing to change it. So right. do I really want to be around someone who's not willing to grow exactly. and change? I totally exactly. agree because, like, back when I was, like, you know, 9 or 10, there was these <laughs> neighbors. Maybe not 10, probably I get about 11. There was these neighbors, and they are like, my best friends. But everybody that came to my house was like, oh, they're not your friends. They're just toxic. And I wouldn't see that, so I would be arguing with everybody. But like, no, they're actually my real friends. But then they started getting in trouble, and I like started losing friends, and I didn't realize why at the time because, I mean, I was bad, but I just wasn't really doing what they were doing. But then, like, what really like made me realize is when, like, they did something really bad, and I was like, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. And I, I had to get my uh, I had to get away from them because that was very toxic. But, I think. But you have to just like realize and sit back because. I could have been in a lot of trouble right about now, but I realized who they really were because it would have been horrible for me. I would have been courting probation and stuff. So yeah. Not something you want to do. They was really toxic, but I realized like who they really were now, and I like better friends now. At the time, did you realize that they were rubbing off on you? Kind of, but not really because I guess we the badness, I was just a joint. So. You was blocking it out. Yeah, I was just ignoring everybody because... I was having fun. That was fun being <laughs> Thought I was. Thought you were doing something. Wearing shorts, sneaking out. <laughs> I think it's always Continue important. You sneaking <laughs> out. Oh my god. Maybe he was eleven. Yeah. No, so I remember 11. like fourth grade. I remember. Oh my god. I was sneaking out with shorts on and snow. About and I'm black. Twelve. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a bad. Situation. Yeah. Glad you delivered. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna bring that one back up all there. Man. I think it's always important to whatever you're doing, always, even if you don't get assigned, I think it's always important to step back and look. Yeah. Like what is going on in this situation? Like friendships, relationships, mm-hmm. you know, any any type of thing. Because when you are there, you're not really seeing it. Like you're kind of blinded to everything else. Like maybe, like you said, you were having fun or whatever. So you were blinded. You weren't really mm-hmm. using your logic. That's clearly. like love too. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a whole nother topic right there. <laughs> <laughs> Complicated, like I said. <laughs> Complicated, like I said. That's yeah. You get blind with that too. Okay, so do y'all give second chances? Um, I do. 
I do. <laughs> yeah, I realize I do too. I do. I think it's work. I mean, yeah. It like I'll give you a second chance, but you gotta show me through your actions. So, but I'm very like I give a lot of second chances. <laughs> so I gotta really work on that because I might have to not give second chances because yeah, people talk but they actually do not well, show. I, yeah, I feel like. I mean, people mess up, so I'm not gonna write you off off of one, off of one incident. Yeah. I mean, a minor incident. Who, not nothing. Well, you know, it just depends. But so I'm willing to give you another chance, but this is not going to become a repetitive thing. If this starts to become a pattern, then we then we're gonna need to address it a different way. Do you think that you might, like, with your second chances, you might have to put some expectations in it? Mm-hmm. If they yeah. weren't already in there, for sure. I feel like if you had appointed a second chance and you have already addressed the issue, mm-hmm. and so once we addressed it, then you should know how I feel at that point. And if you're going to continue to do the same thing that I told you made me feel a certain way, yes, I expect you, I expect you to not do that because we've addressed it. Me personally, when it comes to friends, I'll give you chances, but like men or boys in my case, you know. <laughs> but like, you barely get a first chance, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you mess up, I might give you one and a half chance. One and a half. Because I feel like at the beginning, I always lay out my the boundaries. Mm-hmm. I, I need to make that clear. I always make sure I do that. And I feel like you know the boundaries are right there. I don't feel like there's a reason why you should. And if I, if something's bothering me, because I have real high patience. So if it's bothering me, then you obviously are just ignoring it. And I can't, but friends, okay, I get it. I mess up, because I'm human. So the thing is, I give people three strikes, and you're out. You do it, I address the problem. You do it again, alright. I gotta push you back a little bit. And I'm not really a cut-off person. Like, I don't feel like... I feel like we can work on something if we're close enough. But sometimes you got to cut people off if they want to keep crossing that line. Yeah, There's no definitely. Definitely. There's no reason for you to be in my life. So, you keep crossing that line like... You can't scissors. Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, me personally... I felt that. Apolo- like, I'm getting to the point where words, they mean a lot. But certain things, they don't mean nothing to me unless you show me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're telling me um, you're sorry, but you're not showing that, then you just... I seen a post yesterday. It said, apology without change behavior is manipulation. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mani- at this point, you're manipulating. <laughs> oh, word. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, Nika you got to show me. I'm just not going to... You got. I'm, I'll forgive you, but I just can't put you back in my space because my sure. space is very precious, and you you can't mm-hmm. you can't come disrupting that. Yes. So y'all cut off people, or is that just like? Oh, most definitely cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I I cut people off, and I mean I I mean me with second chances, I just feel like it depends on what you did and who you are. Right. Cause you can be dead to me. I t- I said that to somebody that I cut off. I said you can be dead to me, and I don't mean 
eternal death. I mean, this relationship, <laughs> this rela- you know, this can die. You feel me? So I do that. And that's for my protection. Like at the end of the day, I mean, I feel like that's how I protect myself. If I know something is unhealthy is to say, look, you cut off. Mm-hmm. And it just is what it is. And that don't mean that I'm not open for somebody to come back. Either kind of like Nikki said, I don't know if I can really, if I really just, you know, sever the, you feel me? But I will. Mm-hmm. If need be. If need be. But I, it? Oh my bad. No, you good. <laughs> but I just feel like it's important in those situations too to remain open, cause you know you never know. You don't want to close no door that you may have to open again, and then you regret everything you did and said. Mm-hmm. I would say what's on my heart, and that's it. Because, see, me, I might say a little extra. I may be done called you some stuff that I don't really mean. Or say some stuff that is true, but I wouldn't really... Trying to say it that trying way. Trying to say it that way. Just mad, you know? So Yeah, see, I'm a big one for... I need some space. Mm. So I don't react crazy. Right. Like, I need a chance to check my emotions before I react on this situation. Because I will get irrational crazy. and be like, oh, block, 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 block. <laughs> exactly. Now I ain't got to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so exactly. God sisters, what would make y'all cut someone off? Um, blatant disrespect. Manipulate like constantly Why? crossing that line. <laughs> I can't stand lies. Do not lie to me. I'm it just I feel like it's so disrespectful. You feel like I'm not worth the truth, or you either feel like I'm dumb enough to believe that and it's just like, <laughs> and it's just not like no. Both are not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, not me, not Nika. Like, I just can't. Mm-hmm. But, okay. A lot of people say, well, if you need me, you can call me. How do y'all feel about that? Oh, if you need me, you can definitely call me. Like, after. I don't know. Oh, you talking about after the fact? No, listen. No, after the fact. I feel like. I feel like. Don't call me. I feel like, no. You call me blocked. I feel like, no, because let me tell you why. <laughs> My bad. After you, for, like, you you said that line, no. And then they. <laughs> <laughs> I totally thought we were moving to another. No, 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 no. no. No, we still around here. We still around here. But like after the fact or they do something like let's say um example a relationship, y'all break up. Mm. They did you mm. dirty, like mm. disrespectful. One of my texts two hours after we broke up. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. And they and they hit you like they want mm. you to be like, You need me, you can call me. Me? Mm. Nigga no. <laughs> do not call me. <laughs> do not. We not have no more contact because I feel like you crossed that line, <laughs> and I feel like that's a trap too. <laughs> like I told it's y'all a trap. earlier, sometimes <laughs> you can't be friends with somebody after <laughs> you have broke a certain relationship barrier. <laughs> it's a trap. If if we were dating and now we're not together anymore. For a, especially depending on how long we were dating, how deep our bond was. Mm-hmm. No, we can't be friends yes. right now. Yeah. It's Maybe later on, once yes. I have fully healed and I have moved on and mm-hmm. I'm onto something different. But at this point, nigga, no, we can't mm-hmm. be friends. Trap. <laughs> we're not. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just they're just trying to creep their little way back into mm-hmm. life. So you gotta get the floss water. You can't. <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. You're not. Don't even. Don't hit me up, and you're probably blocked. You probably can't be friends with them people. Mm-hmm. See, for me, once a bond is broken, 
to go back to a point where we can have another bond, mm. I need a new bond. I don't mm-hmm. think that bond is like mm-hmm. once a bond has been broken, yeah, I'm gonna true. sever that. I'm gonna heal from that before mm-hmm. I can even remotely think about going back to that. Because think about it. Once you break a bond, if you keep trying to piece it together once you mm. haven't healed yet, it's you're just gonna be trying to fix something that's broken. Mm-hmm. Like you Woo! need to stop. You picking at a scab. Yeah, it's like putting glue on top of glue. It ain't gonna work. No, no. It ain't, no. you have to let that heal completely before you can even give yourself the option to entertain that and go back to that and try to build another bond. Mm-hmm. It's a trap. I, I say it's a trap because it's literally a trap. You're just trying to make me and feel see, a certain way about mm-hmm. you, and I'm just not the one. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's that serious, I'm okay. But no, you're not just going to call, oh, I'm sad, I need something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nigga, you got the wrong one. Then it's like, think about mm-hmm. this, like, if you wanted that with me, then Why'd how did we like that? or how do we end up in this spot where the bond is broken? Mm-hmm. I believe bonds don't break easy. That's no, the, mm, bonds don't break easy. So it got to be constant, constant okay, disrespect. You so, <laughs> I mean, you obviously have to do something real. If deep. the bond is broken, mm. then it's broken for a reason. If you are not in my life, mm. you are not in my life for mm. a reason. So don't try to force your way into my mm. life. Some people, mm. some people. Are, <laughs> Once you like break the bond and you try to put it back together, I think it's just gonna be become a toxic bond because mm. once it's broke, you can't put it back Come together. On. Period. Like it's not gonna work. So if you just go like mom text me two hours after we broke up, where we do that at? Trap. <laughs> like it's a trap. I don't, I don't know who you think I was, but um no. Nigga please. really tried it. Nah. It's a trap. Um, can't deal with you. Man, and it's just like they know, like they know they can, they know they can do it. Mm-mm. So they, you do need it. to stop. My thing is, why, why can't we can't? I mean, we shouldn't, but why can't we can't play with boys like they play with us? Like, it's not right. Oh, see, it's not. Is, it's I've been wanting to get into this with you. It's anyway. not right, but like I've been wanting to get into this. <laughs> all right, boys, Mo, like, Mo, you look like you got something to say. Like Let boys, like boys, away. like they just so like it's a. Like Fortnite, it's like Fortnite when they play with this. <laughs> so why we can't play Fortnite with them and play with them? But I just, I mean, they just, I feel like we should, but is, it's hard. It's going to be back. Mm, you setting word. yourself up if you want to play them games. Mm-hmm. Like all these little boys out here playing these games, they're going to get theirs. I promise. Yeah. They gonna fall in love and they gonna fall hard and they probably gonna get their feelings hurt. And I mean, in Fortnite, you win. Not all. It's hard to win. I mean, it is hard to win. I played before, and only one out of a hundred wins. So man, so right. So I mean, you playing this game and you might not even win and you might use all your skins. One percent. You feel me? Like, it's like don't even. Mm. You you invite bad energy in when you start trying to pay people back. Like it's not your job to pay people back for what they do. I promise you, the payback they get from the universe that's natural will be so much. It's gonna be it'll be glorious. Their due process. Telling you, man, I'm a true believer of karma. So I feel like what you put out, 
you're going to get that back. It comes Good or back. bad. It comes so, back. me personally, I know that's wrong. So, I'm not going to do that mm. and mess around and put that out. And it just come boomerang me back. I can't. I can't. Play. I got to protect myself. Can't worry about these niggas that try to play. As it's not my job. The, as you get older, you'll realize playing those games is just childish. It's like not even worth it. I promise it's not. Because, like like everybody said, nothing good is going to come from that. Somebody going to get fucked over. And then you're going to have to live with that. So, if you fuck somebody over, be prepared to get fucked over again. Now you're creating this cycle. Mm-hmm. And also, do you want that on your conscience? Right. Every Knowing game. you out here playing with people. Because mm-hmm. my thing is, that's going to catch back up with you too. Right. Mm-hmm. You playing with somebody emotion who's really trying to build something with you and you're not genuinely trying to do that. Mm-hmm. You don't want to play with that. You might miss your blessing. Exactly. Okay. So do y'all hold grudges? And if so, why? I Me? Have. Personally. I mean, I feel like it's a natural thing to do. Just, but I don't. It's not healthy though. If you hold a grudge, if you hold a grudge for so long, it's gonna be cutting toss it to you. Cause, mm. like, cause you just that means you leave. Mm? That means. That means you living in the past. So like, that's just gonna become toxic, and mm. you just gonna become a toxic person. Then. Mm. You holding that grudge on that person. That person gonna be living life, and you still mm. still can't forgive them what they did. Girl, so, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. What what does holding a grudge do for you? But help you r- remain in misery. And who wants to live like that? I ain't gonna lie. The Scorpio in me be wanting to hold on to stuff, yeah. but I mean, I feel like the space I'm at in my life now, I'm still open. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, I don't forget. I don't forget now. I know what happened. I know how you made me feel. Definitely. But, um, yeah, I, I, I typically don't hold a grudge. I mean, if it's somewhere we can meet in the middle, I'm going to come and meet you. Mm-hmm. Even if that's we just agree to disagree. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool mm-hmm. with that. That's more times than not, honestly. Exactly. Exactly. But once I forgive you, don't mean I want to fool with you anymore. Right. I mean, right. Yeah, just, it's, it's just forgiving for you. somebody has nothing to do with like if you can forgive somebody and put them at your life. You don't have just because you forgave them don't mean you have to like still interact or you know connect with them. Mm-hmm. I, I also feel like with people that you want to keep in your life, when you choose to let something go. Don't keep bringing it back up to them. Mm-hmm. The only time you should be talking about that is if it comes back to that road. Mm-hmm. And if then, y'all probably need to reevaluate mm-hmm. something. Yep. Like, if you're choosing to let something go in your relationship, you need to really let it go. Yeah. And not be holding in the back of your mind. And every time they do something, we'll remember when you... Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought you forgave me for that. Mm-hmm. How okay. can we move on? Do y'all feel like... Okay. Do y'all feel like hurt... Holds people back. Yes. yes. Cause like I've heard a lot of people be like, "Oh, I got hurt. I'm afraid to love." But I feel like me personally, I can't let that stop me from greater things. It can't. So it's it's a double edged sword because I don't know. Hurt is very multifaceted. Like hurt can hold you back, but it can propel you forward at I the agree. same at the same time. Mm-hmm. It just depends on on how you use that hurt. It's kind of like I was saying, sometimes your depression can can fuel your passion. Because since you went to a place, 
you know what what their place feels like, mm-hmm. and you don't want to go back there, or you don't want people to experience the same thing you did. Mm-hmm. I think hurt's gonna hold you back if you use it for an excuse. Mm. Yes, like every time, mm. like whatever you internalize it for, that's what it's gonna do. Like if you need an excuse and you're looking for one, you're gonna always be able to find some hurt mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Definitely, I ain't it, got nothing to say about it. That. Can be a cop out for sure. You can yeah. definitely cop out with hurt. I mean, there is an appropriate. Like, there is an unknown amount of time that's acceptable to kind of. Let her go. Let, like, be hurt. Like, mm-hmm. it's necessary to be hurt, but you can't stay hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. it's I feel like, yeah, you need to feel it. Mm-hmm. You gotta feel it. Mm-hmm. Or if not, you're just gonna allow the same thing. Like, let's say a person hurts you. If you don't feel it and process it, you're just gonna mm-hmm. allow it to happen again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Life will put you through cycles over and over again. And you can't you understand what's lesson. happening and why do you... Mm-hmm. You have to address it instead mm-hmm. of ignoring it, most mm-hmm. definitely. But you can't dwell on it. That's you gotta move on in life. I s- you just can't like. <laughs> you gotta be mindful of what you give your energy to. Also, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. holding grudges, I think you can go in a very dark space in your life. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, if you gonna keep on on that, then you don't know what's gonna happen in the future. You don't know what's. Mm-hmm gonna be happening you're just gonna be in this dark space mm-hmm. in the past and oh no i think it's really you i mean everybody hold grudges i'm pretty sure everybody has but it's a time and a place you gotta let go you just gotta let go Most definitely. it becomes counterproductive yeah yeah um so we're gonna we're gonna take this to a lighter note come on <laughs> so, god sisters what do you what's your type <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Well, do you put? Do you have a type? Actually, I'm sorry. Okay. Um. I. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm gonna let you go. Um. I'm gonna type a. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like. Um. I feel like I don't. No, I don't really have a type. I've dated different kinds of dudes. I mean. I don't, yeah, I don't really have a type. Have you noticed that they have something in common that you may have not really recognized, but you've... I feel like I've always genuinely liked dudes who, who strive to understand my complexity. Mm-hmm. I know that's kind of deep, but... That's nice. I'm a lot. <laughs> so, if you even try... You might be a real one. Mm-hmm. Man. Like, because dudes ain't going to try. Like, Effort. And I mean, that's not, you know, to put a blanket license on all men. But, you know, certain men don't try. They there for what they there for, whatever, whatever. But if you're trying to, like, understand, I can vibe with that. I don't know. I mean, do y'all mean physical? Do y'all mean? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like I haven't date, necessarily dated my, like, physical preference. Like I don't think I've ever. I don't, I've never well, dated have my one, physical Maybe preference. Maybe once. Yes, I definitely. I mean, have I think everybody preference. got like if you could just close your eyes and picture a dude, I think that would probably be like your type. But right. you know, I don't think yeah. I've ever. I don't. Gotten I've never him. dated him. Okay, well let's talk about that. <laughs> Ooh, who my, is? Physically, physically and so when I close yeah. my eyes and I see the nigga of my. Everybody got to close their eyes and do dream. this exercise. Okay. <laughs> 
I feel nice. <laughs> I'll let y'all envision. I got in my head. I'm, I'm being for real. <laughs> I envision a nice chocolate man. Mm. He's taller than me. Smackalicious. He's medium build, good arms, broad shoulders. Mm. I can do dreads or fade. Mm. He's tatted all over. And he's hella, 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 hella fly. All right. Like hey. swag on one thou wow. All right. Janai, what's your type? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so I picture my. <laughs> it's all right. It's your preference. It's all good. See, I'm going to go with the white boy. I want him. He got he to gotta know how to dress. He can be. You know, a little bit country. <laughs> Not too country, because I, I don't need a red dick now. Get out. <laughs> I got to know how to dress, you know, go to church, play play a little bit of sports, <clears throat> or, you know, an instrument, you know. I don't care. All right. Uh, I ain't heard this part. My main thing is his parents better not be racist, cause if not, the, the whole. Re- uh, <laughs> oh my God. I can't even give it to him because no, no, it's gonna be the parents. But all right, how about oh. you? How about you? <laughs> all right, we gonna get all of ours. Y'all two still gotta go, but all right. So I close my eyes. I think of a. He he built like Michael B. Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Same skin tone, color. He could be a little darker. I mean, I just need me a melanated man, you know? <laughs> um, I feel I like you. he can have the Michael jo- Michael B. Jordan cut. I was about to say Michael Jordan, baby, no. I'm going to be crying. No, he can have the Michael B. Jordan cut. Dreads are, dreads are nice. Um, Definitely not no baby dread. Man, for real. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I need your dress to be fully formed. Man, for real. Five, or, or you can come to me later. I don't mean no harm. I mean no harm. We're not saying that. Can we grown? I was like, can we grown together on some ugly shit? I don't want to. What, what if you say I've been growing up for like a year? You think that's good for you? Or even my baby Can they touch your neck? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. They might get lonely in a year. I'm just saying. He need fit. I don't care who you are. I don't care how fine you are. Starting dreads, you ugly. Is that is true? I mean, let me not say that. Let no, me not say that. You might encounter something tomorrow. And be You're like, not ugly, but it's a totally different. It's a different look to adapt to. Just like when you. Uh, it's like the awkward, like you know how natural. The awkward hair, natural hair face. Yes, yeah, it's just an awkward face. Let me not say so. I'm sorry. I retract saying that you're ugly, but it is an awkward phase, and that's just not my ideal attraction. All right, so Mo. if we're talking about ideals, oh gosh, um, <laughs> I definitely see a chocolate man. Definitely see him. Like it could be fudge. It could be dark chocolate. <laughs> I mean, I even take a little caramel, because mm. I mean, I'm a little caramel drop. So I can't <laughs> so handle the light. Maybe I think you lighter. Am I? 
Let me see my butter. You are butterscotch. Hey, that used to be my color. My makeup it was called butterscotch, but but foundation shades be tripping with the name for real butterscotch. Anyway, no, he could be, but yeah, I definitely need me some melanin too, honey. I need that melanin to drip, 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 drip. I'll definitely take some tats because I want to do this. Gonna inspire me to get some pause. Oh, sweet. I forgot a major, major, major attraction. You just stopped my whole bit. Go ahead. A beard. A full grown beard. A full grown? Never mind. One of my friends in college used to call it. I'm not going to say it. You really just brought it up. Yeah, so go ahead and say it. You really just brought it up. You can't leave a god sisters hanging. Like, y'all ready for this? The guy, yeah. Say it. I don't know if y'all ready. Say it, bro. I'm trying to think what you would call it, but. We wouldn't do that on y'all's red couch. We don't keep secrets right here. All God sisters tell it all. Oh, my God. It's called a drip kitchen. Oh, my God. Okay. You want to finish? Okay. Bashay. He definitely has to have those broad shoulders. He definitely has to be tall because I'm tall and I really don't think I could do a short man. <laughs> Kiss you over here. I've been, been there, over. done that. And I, I and I didn't date him for real. It was just a little and I was like, hell no. <laughs> a little fling. And I seen it wasn't gonna work. A little uh, man. But yeah, I definitely Kevin I definitely Hall? also see him being I don't know. I just want him to have a good build. I just, but I do fuck with skinny ass niggas with some skinny strong niggas. <laughs> skinny niggas be skinny, so strong. strong niggas be. With the sleeve tats and the chest tats. Mm. Man, and I know, I know you can deal with me because some tats might hurt a little True. bit. I'll still like me some black boys too. No. Girl. I know. But you, got, but you <laughs> got made your whole preference white boys. I'm dead. I might have True. a little, alright, I may get a little white boy in my mix. Sometimes it depends on if we got a connection, you know. <laughs> Maybe we can build a bond. If but I we, really, really, I really want a Dominican. Okay. We, yeah. your Definitely the older that I have gotten, it has been harder for me to have make connections with white boys or yeah. white men. It's gotten a little harder with age. Okay. So what's your type? Um, I think, see, when y'all get, when I did the exercise, I just saw a whole bunch of different people. <laughs> I'm not even going to front. Like, I instantly was like, boom, Idris. And I was like, mm-hmm. And I was like, what, what's his name? Kofi? Ooh, oh. Kofi is fine as hell. He's a beautiful guy. Who is Kofi? He got the drip catcher. Definitely melanated because I saw some some melanated brothers. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the drip. (laughs) 
Dream catcher. Beautiful black baby. Okay. Nice bill. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I just like the finer things in life. Exactly. <laughs> you got to. You got but, to. And, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please set your standards high. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. We're all human. We all make mistakes. But do not lower your standards. Just don't do it, my dog. Don't do it because they're there for a reason. They're there for a reason. But anyways, what do y'all think y'all's physical types are based off of? Uh, Experiences? Mm-hmm. I would say lust. I also feel like... Um, like, now that I'm in tune with, like, energy in my body, my body will do something if I'm really feeling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, ooh. No, like, for real. It, it's, it'll be a feeling. I don't know. Just, it's, oh. it, it'll just run over you. Like, oh, shit. God, sisters, I just want to make it clear. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> so, don't have your parents yeah. coming for me. Wait, so if your body, <laughs> so if you like a boy, your body going to start shaking. <laughs> No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When you come in tune with your body, when you see somebody that you're attracted to, it just kind of ignites something inside you. It's like mm, I get nervous. Kinda, same thing. Same thing. I know about that. It's same just thing. Like, but I was just making sure we was on the same page. Well, see, mine feels different now because, because I'm, older, I'm right? older. Now I still do. I do still get nervous, but it's a different type of like. Mm-hmm. I think just the energy resonates with me different. Yes, different. like I can pass two, two or three nice looking boys going down the street, but that They're no interaction, nothing no, me. no nothing, no like there's no connection. Mm-hmm. When so you feel that connection on top of okay, physically you're appealing to me, mm-hmm. but you don't connect with everyone. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like okay. So I know we brought up white men. So, it's not that I don't find that white men are attractive, but I just don't feel that immediate connection to them when I see them. Like, if I see some a white man, I'm like, oh, he, I mean, he's, he's a nice looking, he's cute, but I could never. It would very near take a bond yeah. for me to have that, because generally I don't have those kind of connections, exactly. like, on impact. So, my them. immediate connections are usually with with black men they just do something to me like a nice fine well-dressed black oh my gosh it's sagging. Just, it does something yeah. to me i mean same with me because like i don't really connect with white boys but you know every now and then i may come across <laughs> oh dude he he he, he oh, real dude. cool i'm gonna just put that out there yeah and you know maybe we just may connect and now it's just time to build a bond you know that may happen or maybe his energy won't resonate with me anymore. But you know, it's always, it's always good to try. But I just feel like that's crazy because I don't know. Like I can't. Some people be like, "Oh no, he's not my type." Even though you know you may have a connection with them. So I just feel like you shouldn't allow your type. Okay. Do y'all think type <laughs> holds you back? The thing is, is I think you have to listen to yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. when you connect with someone, a lot of times you're going to connect with people that transcend whatever is your physical preference. (laughs) And it's just going to be a vibe. And you just can't ignore that. That's what decides whether you're open. That's going to decide who you really create bonds with. At the end of the day, it's going to be the energy. It's never going to be how they look. If you're building bonds just off, oh, they check off my physical boxes. You gonna have some struggle relationships. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's rarely that you that I really look at people and just be like, I don't know, like I'll look at somebody that was with and I'll be like, you know, like 
not that you try to find people attractive that other people are with. It's not that. It's just like them together. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you you don't know because it's it's about the connection, like. They might not uh, look right together, but... Yeah, like, and that's just your perception. Like, it has nothing to do with what they have together. So, that's somebody that's white, black. That's somebody that's short and tall. That's somebody that's ugly and cute, fat and skinny. Yeah. It don't matter. Like, it's all about perception to me of and what they feel, so... And as I've gotten over, it gotten gotten over, gotten older. It hasn't even really been a... It's not even really a type thing. It's just, like... Like we've been saying, either their energy resonates with me or it don't. So if I don't get some kind of physical reaction, then I'm probably not really trying to move forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I feel like we should end this on a something goofy. Something right? to take away from this, right? Okay. 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 So the last thing I want to say is just like this. Get to know yourself. Get in tune with yourself. Do not know your know your limits. Know your worth. Know your worth, especially, and do not put yourself around people who do not resonate with you. So our last words would be Ashe. Ashe. As y'all know, we like to end the show the same way. Every time, we got to give you a little light for your week, for your mind, for your heart, for your soul, for your spirit, all of that. And we just want to kind of do a collective light this week, a collective everything is everything. And just kind of talk about our takeaway from the experience with our little God sisters (laughs) and how how this week has just affected us. Um, Definitely just a reminder. It's just another little mirror. I know we talk about mm-hmm. it all the time, but a mirror of like where I was when I was that age and mm-hmm. what, you know, things may have been just a tad bit different than if I would have had a few more people older than me mm-hmm. um, that's already kind of been through the stuff that I'm going through, but they're still not too old where they're kind of out of pocket mm-hmm. and just to vibe with and kick you with and like be myself with because you know you know when you're at home sometimes you don't feel like you can be your full full self right i know i did when i was like 16 yeah no so definitely that, not no that wasn't happening <laughs> yeah um for me i feel like i just realized that how important it is that i always do this like yeah. mm-hmm. i mean Granted, like, I've always had a place in my heart for young people, for youth, but, like, more, I've probably stretched out more to other people than I have the ones that's right by me. Like, these these are my cousin, like, you know, family, like, real deal. Like, grew up, seen you from when you was born, like, watched you grow into what you are now. So, um, just to, just for them to trust me to be like, hey, I want to come to your house. It's like, it's ugly because I'm like, for what? They ain't doing nothing. Shit. But, but we are. Yeah. And, and, you know, for them to take interest and take hold to some of the things that we're saying and that we're trying to do for them, it's just beautiful, man. It's, it's indescribable to be able to give what you got and it's just naturally what you go through in life. Yeah. And that's enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And especially like, when you be feeling like you don't have a Nothing lot. to give. You don't have yeah. nothing mm-hmm. to give. Mm-hmm. It helps. It helps. 
I know. I think the way they just kind of see things, it just, it felt refreshing to mm-hmm. be around. Like, I feel like sometimes we complicate things. Mm-hmm. They just see it like it's black and oh, white. Oh, so that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? So, why would you, I mean, if da 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 Right. I think it's just it's that innocence. It is. It is. Of not having to overcomplicate things. I think also like patient. Have yeah, patience. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Because we were all there. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a great it was a great week. It was definitely a great week. And they talking about coming back in the summer. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they can come. They can come back for sure. Absolutely. And man, if you want your child to come, it would be a three hundred <laughs> camp opening up soon. <laughs> yeah, that's something I want to do. And they and they also remind me of that as well. Like that, I do. I do probably need to sow that seed in other people because when I think about it, the people that I have helped don't probably don't have me like close to them like they do. Mm-hmm. Now they know they can just get me on the phone. Quite what's up? What you need? What you got? Uh-huh. Them other kids might not can reach me like that. Although I've had a place in their life and touched them, like the kids I work with at school, they can't just reach out for for Miss Monique. It's it's over with. Yeah. They don't have a bond. <laughs> exactly. Just a connection. It's just a connection. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but they got the bond, and I hope they realize that too. That yeah, I may I may say some shit hard, but I love you. Mm-hmm. And I I wouldn't be telling you if I didn't <laughs> trust. Mm-hmm. I would not be telling you. Or I wouldn't even try. I wouldn't even let you come up here if I didn't love you. <laughs> Man, for sure. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Absolutely. But yeah, we hope y'all enjoy it. Um, we thank y'all again for listening. Y'all already know if you're not following us, you can find us on IG at Red Couch Chronicles and on Twitter at Red Couch Five. And y'all already know y'all need to like, subscribe, comment, y'all all that stuff they tell y'all to do on them videos. Please do it for us. <laughs> Comment. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you're feeling. Let you let us know what we should be talking about. What you want to hear about. All that. Yes, definitely. And as always, thank y'all for listening and tuning in once again. Hope you enjoyed the show because we definitely enjoyed this one. And shout out to our God sisters. <laughs> God sisters. <laughs> Not God, God, but the God sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Say fuck the drug test. Gon' pass my gas mask. Flat screen, I bad back. I see my red stack. Super like Goldie Mac. Whole call I ever take. Hoes getting they talk tech. Kim did in her mess. Turned up on purpose. I have a nervous. Don't have no stylist. Make my own purchase. No top my Gucci. I got a white and a black girl that look like an Oreo. I come through, popping it off, call the coroner. You see the chains on my neck, look like Mardi Gras. I'm trying to cash in the air like a volleyball. Pink shirt on me just to
Say fuck the drugs.